It's Monday, ladies and gents. We got part one of two for the Business Brothers show today, and it's nothing short of an exciting Monday. So let's get this thing on the road. Here we go. Or shut up and sit down. The Business Bros Podcast was created for you. Learn from the business professionals who come to share their stories. Find out what's working in business and social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of successful entrepreneurs out there doing the real work. And now, welcome to another episode of Business Bros. All right, ladies and gents, look. We're going to be talking about some cool stuff today. Let's just get this thing started. We're starting a little bit late than we intended to, but we're going to get this show on the road. Fellas, I don't know who I want to start with. Do I want to start with George or do I want to start with Patrick? Who's the brainchild of this operation? This guy, George. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I was. I mean, um, prior to Patient Partner, I was uh, in the medical device world. So I was on the sales side. And, and you know, for most people, they don't know is. I basically worked in operating rooms my whole career and I would help physicians basically making sure the procedures are going smoothly. And I saw this opportunity where I would see a lot of preoperative patients and a lot of postoperative patients. And I really wanted to make that connection. I just thought that post-op patients had so much experience and knowledge about what it's like to go through these procedures. And I'm like, why can't we just connect one another to basically learn from each other? I mean, the thing is, is those conversations are happening all over today. Right. You know, preoperative patients are going in. They're talking with their friends. They're talking with their families. They're talking with their neighbors, anybody and anybody that they can find that has already been through this. And patient partner is a place for them to to find the people who already have on a single platform. All right. So before we even get into some of this complicated, complicated stuff, because it's not really complicated. It's actually very, very basic. It's what we already do. Uh, Let's explain what it is that you are the brainchild of. So what are we talking about post-op, pre-op? What are we yeah. talking about with the patients here? What's the what's the premise? What do you guys actually do? Yeah, absolutely. So in a simplistic term, what we do is we give incoming patients who are realizing or exploring or know that they have to have some sort of a procedure done or treatment done, we give them the access to what we call like a mentor, somebody who's already gone down that journey who is located in your community, and we we make the availability to you, you so they can connect with them and they can learn simply through a conversation. We've done it through text messages, through emails, through voice chat, through video through, through calls. Video calls. All of it. We've had patients meet up in person uh, pre-COVID. And it, it's one of these things where we saw this beautiful opportunity where we can help patients all around the country who are about to go through a really stressful time and are looking for answers. Yeah. And give them a companion to go through this journey together with. Is this specific to, uh, to like for the patients to almost, uh, Yelp their doctor in an in instance, or are we talking about procedure or like going through similar procedures or are we talking about specific locations or all of the above? Yeah. So ultimately what we've done is we've basically allowed these mentors, um, who have been, basically nominated by a physician and we give them the opportunity to then kind of represent that doctor and that doctor's practice. So yeah, so if you connect with a mentor and the mentors are more than more than welcome to share what it was like to work with the doctor, it's almost like a Yelp review, yeah, but it's live. It to life. Yeah. Right. You're bringing it, you're making it interactive, you're bringing it to life and you're doing it all through these intimate and relatable connections. You're, you're talking to somebody on our platform who you can see your future self with. Right. And, and that's where a lot of our, you know, 
a lot of our IP actually lies is being able to pair up these individuals based on similarity. So wait a minute, wait a minute. Is, are you telling me it's like 90 Day Fiance or, you know, one of those where, you know, they, they kind of take the professionals in each of these industries, kind of figure out what type of personality you are. And then we match you up with a very similar person who went through a procedure. Well, we think about, you know, when it comes to healthcare, right, there are so many different variables outside of maybe just personality, um, such as on 90 Day Fiance. But if you think about it, right, you know, if I'm, I'm going through, maybe I need to get a knee replacement, right? And I'm younger, I'm active, you know, I'm playing all these sports or training, you know, I'm not necessarily going to have as productive of a conversation with, um, let's say, Betty, who's an 80-year-old woman who's not active at all, right? Mm -hmm. And so what we're doing is, is we're making sure that if you come to our platform and you're connecting with a patient mentor, I'm going to be connecting with someone who's very similar to myself, the same activity level, around the same age, um, and, and are interested in, in similar things. All right. I'm going to come at you guys from a young perspective. Uh, I teach a high school class called financial algebra. So a lot of my students just enter the real world via graduation from high school. And they're thinking about starting something, right? They want to get into some sort of business. Oftentimes they don't know how. Uh, and, and when I'm hearing you describe your business, it's almost, you know, the question that comes to mind is like, well, I could have already done that like on a Facebook group or I could have, you know, gone to a Yelp review. What inspired you to take it to that next level to really niche down on that patient to patient? And how do you persevere when people tell you things like, well, I could just get that information on Facebook. Can I just like send a DM out somewhere and ask that question? Yeah, no, we get that a ton. Um, like, hey, like groups like this already exist. And, you know, there's actually platforms like this that already exist that connect patients together. But what's really special about what we do is this one-to-one -one connection. You know, you can go onto Facebook and go onto a form and write a form and you'll get thousands of people to respond to you. That are all saying different things. That are all saying different mm -hmm. things. It kind of makes the process even more confusing. And not only that, it's like we are wanting to build community and being able to say, hey, wow, I'm going to connect with somebody who lives miles from where I live and who's gone through this same and, procedure. And, and assessed the same exact uh, yeah. providers and surgeons that, that I've been looking at. It's all, it's communal based. It's, yeah. There's so much familiarity and relatability in the conversations that you can't find on any. And, and any the funny problem. thing is, Pat was kind of saying this earlier, is these conversations are already happening. Like think about like you going through some sort of procedure, you're gonna start calling whoever you know in your network, right? You're like, oh, my cousin had this, or oh, I heard my friend's brother had this, whatever it was, and you try to connect with them. And you know, that's great, but not everybody has that access and those resources. Yeah. So it's like, Let's let's bring this entire new experience to the healthcare world and give every patient, no matter where they are in their journey or whatever connections they, they, they do or they don't have, the ability to learn from one another. It's this beautiful way to grow organically grow a community of people who are wanting to share to those who want to learn. Dude, I 100% I agree. You know, the power of what other people say, like when you have a business or you have something that you want to sell, it's really cool if you can articulate it really well. Uh, you know, you sound really amazing when you're talking about how good of a product or service that you have, but when it's somebody else talking about you, when it's somebody else, you know, walking through that same rope or, or, or handling that same type of situation or dealing with the same ups and downs that they're going to deal with, it has a different level. Uh, and, and, you know, for us, that's, that's the power of a testimonial. One of the services we offer is literally creating testimonials for people because they're that powerful. You guys are taking that testimonial to a, to a whole new level. You're, it's not only what this is my experience and it's very one-sided where you get to hear what somebody else says. This is very interactive. And, and, you know, when you talk about creating community, 
when when you have patients that that work together that that talk about the 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 things that are going on be, you know pre-op during the operation afterwards how many of them become like lifelong friends and and you cultivate right. you know li lifelong communities yeah so i mean candidly my mom actually i went through the entire process i mean she had to have a knee replacement and she was on the sidelines she'd been on the sidelines for two years she could barely walk upstairs but she still would refuse to get it and we actually ended up connecting her with one of our patient partners here in san diego and the most amazing thing happened is, is not only did they have the initial connection right she right after that she she scheduled a time to go into the surgeon's office ended up going into the surgeon's office scheduling her surgery and who ended up being her operating nurse in the surgery was her patient partner yeah the, mm. the, that is a very special and a, a very unique thing that happened i mean not that's not going to happen every time but they are still friends they still talk i mean they they, they have a, a newfound relationship that and a new friendship that they've had and you know what we're seeing is that not only are these friendships created in this community and by going through this process people who go through these experiences and end up getting surgery just like my mother she's come back and they say hey i want to be a patient partner now i want to go give back or a patient mentor now to give back to this future community of people who went through what i've went through and so it's, it's powerful how powerful is that i mean maybe it's a generational thing right but i know my parents my in-laws like they don't want to go to the doctor. Like it doesn't mean their leg could be practically falling off. Right. And they do not want to go to the doctor. They need that extra coaching. It's almost like that anxiety level is too high. And what you guys are able to do is bring people's anxiety levels down so they can take advantage of modern day medicine. You know, we've advanced quite a long way. All you got to do is show up and they can help you. Right. That's exactly right. And I think that that speaks to one of the biggest things that we are focused on is we are creating a new step in the healthcare journey. We are creating an entirely new step, and it is what we call a micro-commitment. We're allowing patient, future patients to just have a conversation with someone around what this is like, right? Just to, just to explore it. You don't have to make that huge commitment of going into a surgeon's office, scheduling the time, talking to the practice manager. All you're doing is having a conversation with someone who's relatable, who's in your community, and that you just allow you to explore what this journey could be like. And it could be like anything, dude. I mean, you, you, let's let's face it. We're talking about all the positive experiences, but there's some times where you have some negative things that you have to deal with. The recovery time is not going to be as, as as anticipated, or the pain is different. The medication treats you a different way. Uh, you know when you should do certain things. There's the negative side of going through medical procedures that you need to be aware of as well. And these communities help kind of bring those things to light as well, right? Oh, of course. Yeah, I mean. There's there's several elements of this. Like first things first is like these patients are volunteer. The the mentors are volunteers. I mean, there's no agenda with these conversations. And and when we were initially starting this up, I was kind of a fly on the wall with a lot of these connections. And man, they are raw. They're like, look, first two weeks sucks. Like you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna regret doing this. You're gonna think that you made the wrong decision. And the and and you know, candidly, these are the things patients want to hear. They know if, if everything was sunshine and rainbows, they would say this is just a full, this is a bunch of crap. But if you're having like a raw conversation and they go, look, like the first month blows. And, and that's what our partners say and, and our mentors say is like, they give raw and authentic information and, and it's not always great, but it's real. And, and, and in, in addition yeah. to that, like our mentors also have had revisions. So they've gone through a really crappy experience to the point where they go, I need to go back in and get 
what I thought was going to be fixed, fixed again. Yep. And, and they can speak to that. Yeah. And they speak to that and they still participate and they still say, look, like I want to share my story because I know there's somebody else out there who is in the same spot I was before I had my revision. Let's talk a little bit about the actual business side of building this thing. All right. So you're in the operating room. You've been dealing with a lot of doctors. You've dealt with a lot of patients. Um, you could have kept going that route. Nothing really forces you, or at least not that I know of yet, forced you out of that type of business. Why Why go into business for yourself? What in, the, in your right mind thought that this would be a good idea to go into business for yourself? That's a great question. I mean, I, I, that was funny. Like Pat and I, when we initially decided to do this, like we both left incredible careers. Yeah. Um, and it was it was, I mean, it was nerve wracking. I have a family, I have kids and I had a wonderful career. Um, you know, not only just from enjoying my job, but financially incredibly rewarding. And, you know, Pat and I ultimately risked it all and started a business where we weren't getting paid. You know, we, we, we didn't, we pay, were paying we other people. Ourselves. Yeah. We, we paid other people. We didn't pay ourselves um, for six, seven months. Yeah. It, I mean, it was, and that is a, that's the conviction we had on like the opportunity we saw in front of us. And yeah, I mean, it was nerve wracking, but what we saw is this huge opportunity to make a radical change in the industry and to really help patients who are scared, nervous, you know, not necessarily, not necessarily sure if this is the right thing for them and offer them support. And we built an entire business around it. And it's one of those things where everybody who comes to patient partner wins. Nobody comes to our platform and loses. It's well, a, I want I want to know about some of those early losses, though. I mean, let's get into some of the nitty gritty. Like, what did it take for you to say, all right? Well, first of all, I mean, I, I would love to have been a fly on the wall when you tried to pitch this to the wife, by the way. I'm leaving my perfect career, this perfect situation that I have. I'm going to go take this risk. Oh, and by the way, you're coming with me. Uh, and But that's OK. It's all going to work out. It's all going to be great. Right. I got, I, George, Pat, we got this. We got this. No problem. Like, I want to know what, what that kind of situation was like, what that dynamic was like, what you know, when you're when you're getting ready to leave and go out and venture and do this thing on your own. Yes, you believe in yourself, but there's got to be some preparation involved, right? Like you had to have, you know, said, I'm going to put so much money away, maybe done some market research up front. Like what put you in a position where you were confident to walk away and go do this? Yeah, that's a, another great question. I mean, candidly, Pat and I started this business back in 2016, 2017. 2017. And, um, and yeah, I mean, we didn't know what we were doing. I mean, we, were, we told ourselves, hey, let's do this smart. Let's continue with our day jobs. Let's work after hours to build this you know, what we thought of, you know, we what the it, vision it, of what this patient, what this patient partner, we knew there was an opportunity in the yeah. lack of transparency in healthcare. Yeah. We, we knew there was an opportunity and we tried several different iterations of trying to find the business opportunity within that opportunity. If that makes sense. <laughs> well, put it this way. We failed six times. Six. Yeah. We failed six times where we built a product, we built a business model. We even named, we even have a different company name. Yeah, we have a different company name. And we'd go and try to sell it. And, you know, we'd go out there and be trying to sell this thing that nobody wants. <laughs> and we would go, we'd come back and go, well, shit, this sucks. So let's figure out what else we have to do. And we'd do that. We, we, would, we changed our business model five or six times. And we finally landed on something that was working, that was gaining traction. And I think it, one, one thing I want to highlight here is like you asked about like what, what like what moments like led to the confidence to make that change. And it's one of those things where if you see something work once and you see an impact that it has on one life, right? You see that just happen once. That tells you that there is an opportunity. 
right? Someone like you, just by connecting one person to another and then walking out of that and being like, oh my God, that was so unbelievably helpful. I, I couldn't imagine not having that. That moment allows you, gives you the confidence to say, okay, if there's one person who is saying that, there are more people who need this and then doubling down on building that. Yeah. Skills I've acquired over a very long career. All right, you've acquired some skills. Okay, so you, you go through six iterations. In other words, you had an idea which you thought was going to be a winner. You go out and you just whiff, strike three, strike three, strike three. It sucks. It's got to be demoralizing. You go back to the drawing board. You recreate it a couple times. Uh, and then you finally start getting some traction. The market speaks up and says, yeah, this is something that people will like. Then entrepreneurs tend to hit another road bump, right? Where it's like, yes, okay, the market like this. I love connecting people. How do I actually turn this into something where I can walk away from my business? How do I monetize this particular thing? Because it's one thing to you know see the power of the connection, right? It's one thing to put two people in a room that it helps save a life and lower anxiety, help people move to the next level. All that's great. How do you turn it into a business, a viable business? Yeah. Yeah. So if you think about like the, the concept of what we do, we get people motivated, inspired to make that first step. And... And, and we get patients really prepared and saying, I really want to do this. There is a market for people who would love to have access to these, to these individuals. So we go to physicians and we say, hey, we want to put you on our patient partner platform in which you can have your own mentors on the platform, which ultimately you are going to basically see a higher increase of, increase of new patient flow. But in addition, you now can offer your incoming patients this brand new experience where hey, I know you're leaving today with a little bit of concern, maybe uneasiness. Why don't you go and talk with my past patients? You're opening up this veil on, uh, as a physician to say, hey, I'm being vulnerable in a sense where it's like, I'm allowing you to go talk with my past patients to know what it's like to work and, with me. And, and I got a, a, a very specifically made it maybe tailored directly to you, which is I see the EXP sign in the background. And imagine as a realtor, right, or as a broker, you were just saying, hey, go look at my testimonials and all my reviews on Zillow right? You're saying, hey, actually, I'm going to connect you with the past people that I've actually worked with. And you can talk to them if you want to know about what it's like working with me, right? Mm -hmm. Like the same exact concept, because a surgeon building their practice, that is a business, right? They are running a business, a full, and, and they are they are the operators within that business. We are giving them the ability to, to rest on their experiences and the good work that they've done to help build that business and fuel growth. Yeah. So that's, that's super powerful, by the way. I mean, the, the first of all, the, the concept and the way the way you present it is is huge, right? It's like, look, we're 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 almost we're taking away almost every objection that your client, your your in this case, patients, right? Clients, patients uh, that your patients are going to come in with. You don't really have to sell them on a procedure. You don't have to coach them anymore on what they need to do. Not only are you bringing an inflow of patients, you're bringing bringing an inflow of patients that are prepared to take that next step. Because like you're you're exactly right. The way you're describing it is it is it is a business. If the procedure is not done, if the surgery is not completed, if the care is not provided then there is no practice for that doctor, right? There you go. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's one of those things where you look at it and, and phys physicians are seeing this opportunity to really enhance what they offer their incoming patients. And it's like, how can I get more patients to come into my practice over my competitor's practice down the road? And how can I offer a better experience yeah. while not having to spend more time in every single one of my clinics? How do I care more for my patients and help them really guide them through? 
I'm only one person, right? And, and this is the funniest part. You, we see it every time. After we have one of these connections, the, the incoming patient goes back to the doctor and goes, I am so thrilled and happy that you connected me with Carol, your past patient. She, she explained everything, what it was like. And it was funny. The doctor saves time because he didn't spend the time, you know, explaining this to the, to the patient. They said, hey, this is an open resource. Save time in clinic. And this patient is now even more thrilled because now they had an incredible conversation that took probably 30, 45 minutes, but is, but is now a reflection of that physician. So it's, it's, it's a win-win. It's a, it's a great thing to see. That's a, and, and that's a good way to approach things. You know, we hear a lot about entrepreneurs bringing value, bringing value, make sure the experience is great. You guys literally went towards that customer experience in an industry, mind you, that has shitty customer experience. I mean, <laughs> let's face it, dude, everything from the way I check in when I go to the doctor to getting a prescription to even seeing the doctor, like it's, it's awkward, it's weird. Uh, you know, you feel like it's a professional thing, but really you just feel like you're in a lab most of the time. I don't know, I do anyways. Yeah, it's yeah. not the greatest experience in going to the doctor. And, and oftentimes it's because of the questions that I have. Like, I don't know what my procedure is actually going to be about. Other than a physical, like, I don't really know about much that goes on. And you guys have taken that experience completely different. I don't have anxiety. I don't have fear. I don't have questions. And because, and if I do, I get them answered pretty quickly. I mean, that experience in and of itself should be a mainstream. It should be something that happens in every single office. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, uh, that's the that's our dream. That's yeah, the goal. That's the this is this is meant for where where there is where there is a healthcare journey, right? There is a patient partner to help guide you. Yeah, every, that is our that is our vision. Every state. journey in healthcare is emotional, and there's yeah. a lot of unknowns. And who better to go and help you know address those concerns than somebody who's already been through it? It's this immense difference that healthcare has versus every other industry that is focused on the customer experience, what it is like making sure that the hands are being held and that they are delivered this amazing journey. And healthcare is now like, now they're starting to look at and say, this is important to us. This is how we differentiate. This is what the patients deserve. They're just following behind what other industries have already done in front of them. What kind of uh, what kind of pushback are you getting now? Um, are you getting any pushback? And then, you know, second to that, how are like insurance companies or doctors themselves giving you any pushback? Is there is there anything like are, are you looking for data? Are you looking for stuff to support what it is that you guys are doing? So maybe insurance carriers can pick that up, or specific uh, you know major hospitals or or small clinics can say this is our mandated process. Yeah, it's funny. I mean. From the payer standpoint and the insurance company standpoint, I mean, they're very big on, um, you know, surgical avoidance. And so, um, candidly, I mean, we're, we're probably not necessarily in the best light for them because we want to make sure patients are finding treatment that can really help them. And and so on, on that note, from a physician side of things, I mean, it's really fun. I mean, every physician that we have gone and pitched and done a sales pitch in front of, I mean, they've signed on. It's they see the value they see the benefit of what this can bring to their clinic and to their office, and they understand why we do this. And so from a physician side of things, we actually haven't had a lot of pushback. Um, but it's one of those things where you look at it from a doctor's eyes. And, and I know this because, shit, I spent my entire career selling things to doctors. <laughs> I know exactly how to position this. It checks all the boxes for them. And they understand the, the value that it brings, and we haven't had one say no yet. It's 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 a very very uh, appealing 
appealing product. So 2017 is when you started. Uh, 2020, we hit a whole different way of doing medical, like completely across the board. I haven't been to uh, to get a physical in front of a doctor in, in almost two years now, right? So how has that affected the way you guys are doing things, how you're approaching the business? I mean, when, it, when COVID initially onset, right, it actually helped jumpstart the platform because people were isolated. Right. People couldn't go and meet each other and they were looking for answers. They were looking for connections and our platform brought that. So we saw an influx of patients who were wanting to connect with others and learn what it was about because every single elective surgery got canceled. So everything that they had planned or predicted in their life all of a sudden got turned upside down and then they go, oh, my gosh, what am I going to do? They want to talk to someone who's been there. They want to talk to someone how to best you know, live their life right now and then prepare for their surgery, which they don't even know what time, when, when it's going to be. And mm -hmm. so. COVID actually provided a very unique opportunity for us to help all of those patients who are in that um, influx, right? And and since then, and actually on top of that, it allowed us a unprecedented access to physicians because their cases got canceled. They were looking to say, hey, you know, they actually had time on their hands, right? And so for us, it allowed us to get in front of several more physicians. And since then, now that electives have picked back up, um, you know, we've been much more integrated into the conversations. It's becoming more normalized. Surgeons are actually, and practitioners are sending patients directly to our platform even before they engage with us. So we're really starting to see this compound. It's, it's funny too. I mean, physicians in the healthcare industry are now taking digital solutions very seriously. Yeah, that's a great point. And it's, it, I mean, it is perfectly teeing up to what we do. It really is. And it's one of those things where if we try to do this, you know, no pandemic, I think we would have probably had a harder time. You know, post-pandemic where telehealth is, is the absolute norm, um, you know, this idea of going digital is, is, is on the forefront. It fits perfectly with our narrative. So we're getting a tremendous amount of growth within the industry that we'd never thought we'd get. Healthcare is being digitized. Where's your where's your marketing dollars going right now? Are you spending uh, more of your time going and trying to target the physician themselves? Or are you spending any time going direct to consumer and bringing uh, patients to the platform? Direct to consumer. So we've been spending the vast majority of it on, on direct to consumer, if not all of it on direct to consumer, because what we realize is that building a platform is, is the supply problem comes first. And then if we, if we have patients interacting with patient mentors on our platform, obtaining physicians, obtaining other types of clients is, does not become an issue because the value of it's already being generated. And if you think about it, if we're able to have these conversations going on in our platform, and then the next step that they want to take is, oh, I want to go talk to a physician, that's an easy entryway into, into that you know, physician's office to go speak with them. Yeah, I have a brand new patient. I'd like to see you. Let's have a conversation. And they're just like, what are you? Who are you? Right? And then it's like, oh, hi. <laughs> and they start to see more and more. And, and it just compounds on, on top of itself. So what are some of the hurdles that you guys have come across uh, in in your business? Now you've been in it for you know a good three solid uh, strong years. What are some of the hurdles that are that are holding you back? Like if you can get over these humps, uh, you can see. I mean, obviously it's entrepreneurship, so there ain't ever going to be clear uh, roads ahead, but clearer roads. Yeah. So I, I think it's very very clear what it is, and that is that every we are applicable across every surgery line, every condition, every treatment. And it takes time to launch into those because one, we have to understand more about the conditions, more about the treatments. We onboard the, our patient mentors into those different verticals. But I'd say the biggest one, and it comes along with changing consumer behavior, is this establishing this micro commitment and normalizing that in the healthcare journey. 
that is our largest hurdle to get over. And once we have gotten over that hurdle, the adoption rates, I mean, they, they spiral out of control at that point because you have normalized people into taking this step and you've normalized the industry and the participants in the industry being surgeons to understand what that is and want to promote that because it's making their lives easier. So it's this big awareness and educational hurdle that comes with time because candidly- But you know, we're already doing it We're too. already doing and it. And the markets we've launched it, yep. hundreds and hundreds and if not thousands of patients come to the platform and we've been able to assist you know, hundreds of them to go find a physician. Yeah. We've done it through these these connections. And, and I think that, again, speaking to the normalization of it, it, it compounds over time and we're seeing that as well. Um, and it's it, it really is, I've seen it in other industries and once that's normalized, it, it that's where the opportunity scales rapidly. If you could go back and talk to yourselves, 2016, you got this idea in your head, you're still working, you're like, yeah, it might work, I think it's gonna be all right. What kind of advice would you give yourselves uh, if you can go back and start over again? I would tell us the right business model to land on and the name <laughs> to land on and say, go do this. <laughs> do number seven, do number seven, skip the yeah, other ones. <laughs> I, would, I would probably say, um, find a good law firm that is appropriate for you. Um, I can't tell you how many issues we have had with a variety of different law firms, um, but just find one that is the right fit for your company at the right size and who can accommodate and understands where you are as a business. I think for entrepreneurs, one of the most untalked about and unknown areas that they need to pay attention to is finding the right legal team to help them set the foundation of their company, make sure all the T's are crossed, I's are dotted, and that you can scale appropriately. We've never had a legal issue, you know, knock on wood, right? And all the way around. But the thing is, is that you you don't know what you don't know from the onset. And the most complicated things to have to deal with are not the small business problems or the marketing problems, it's the legal ones. And making sure that everything is set up correctly from the foundation. Oh, and I gotta tell you guys, just from my own personal experience, Sometimes you can have all your T's crossed, all your I's dotted, and it's still going to be expensive just to defend yourself. <laughs> so yeah. that's the, that's the, you're absolutely right. Having a good legal team right behind you will help mitigate some of those costs. Uh, I, I think uh, you're you're not uh, as successful as you think you are until you have a bullseye on your back, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> then all of a sudden that retainer's like, I'm glad I paid that guy. <laughs> yeah, like hopefully that day never comes. We don't want that day. Well, I mean, we got close. I mean, we got some cease and desist letters. <laughs> I mean, that yeah, it's. I mean, I put it this way. I think that's a a sign of validity in what you're doing. Um, and if you're not stirring the pot, then you're probably not working hard enough. So, I take those as flattering moments for us as a business, where you know people are kind of trying to come after us, and we're here just to do good things for for patients and. At the end of the day, like I, I can hang for healthcare. Yeah, and I can hang my hat on that. So I'll fight. I'll fight the good fight all day long. Fellas, you guys are doing some amazing things. The value that you're bringing is, is true value. You're helping people out uh, in, in all kinds of ways, physically and mentally, getting them in a position to better their lives. And, and I commend you guys for that. So before we head out, can you let people know how they can get a hold of you uh, or how they can get onto these platforms so that they can get the information that they need if they're going to be going through some sort of surgery, some sort of uh, health issue? Yeah, I mean, as far as the platform goes, just come to patientpartner.com and just click get started. Really simple. I mean, we've kind of consumerized everything and you're able to find a physician. You're able to connect with a mentor all completely for free. 
So it's a complete free resource for patients. And then to get in contact with Patrick and I, I mean, we're on LinkedIn pretty religiously. So feel free to drop us a note on LinkedIn. Um, feel free to reach out to, to us on, on Instagram and on socials. Um, I mean, we, we, we are, we are an open door and, and I think access is, is one of the greatest gifts you can give people. So if you drop me a note, more than likely I'll, I'll respond to you. So absolutely. Awesome fellas. Again, thank you guys for coming on the show and just being candid. Like, I, you know, I asked you guys some questions that are not necessarily in your business uh, wheelhouse. I mean, you could have just told me to go to hell for some of them, but you shared, man. You, sh- you guys shared and that's, that's very important. Uh, you know, I, I got a lot of uh, younger entrepreneurs that, that listen to the show and they just don't know what it's like to go out and do things. They, they don't know that taking the risk and that possible failure, messing up six, seven, eight times uh, before you actually take off that. That's just that's just how you do things. Uh, right. You know, process. Yeah, it's- I will tell you this for anybody listening out there who's contemplating going and starting some sort of endeavor. Just start. You're going to you're going to learn so much more by doing something than you'll ever learn by reading a book or by taking a class or di- or by ideation paralysis. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't care if you're trying to sell t-shirts on the side of the road or if you're trying to go and build the next Google, I don't care what you do. Just, do just it. start. And even if it fails, you're going to learn more probably in that experience. And you've learned any more than your entire life. And I say that from experience. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I feel you on that one. It's okay to make the mistakes. Trust me, it's uh, it could be as expensive. If sometimes it's less than tuition would have been anyways. But uh, but that life skill is never going to go away. Guys, thank you very much for coming on the show. Special time for you, ladies and gentlemen. We had to make sure we ha- made it happen. Couldn't do it on Friday. We had graduations to go to. I mean, you guys know what that's like. All right. So, ladies and gents, we'll see you guys again at 4 o'clock. Fellas, thank you again for being on the show. Really appreciate you guys taking the time. And, ladies and gents, make sure... You got a medical procedure coming up. You got something that you just have questions for. Yeah, Google and YouTube might help. But check out uh, patientpartner.com. Go to the website. Click just to start now. Give it a shot. Best thing that can happen is you get some advice. The worst thing that can happen is you hear about all the stuff that you're actually going to go through, and then you make an informed decision. That's all it's about. Make an educated and informed decision. Fellas, thanks again for being on the show. We'll see you guys next time. Peace out, y'all. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you looking to get more clients or to increase your income? Hernan, the Business Bro, can help you generate referrals through the power of podcasting. And James, the Insurance Bro with Pipeline Insurance, can help you effectively add insurance to your existing business. If you are ready to create wealth today and generational wealth for tomorrow, email businessbros at csfirst.com to schedule a free consultation. Or join the Business Bros Network, www.businessbros.biz.